I mean, no joke today. We must start to finish no, now. You have to go somewhere. I have to go nowhere, Baruch Hashem. I really don't. But because 9.05, that's it. No, 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 no. Because everybody has to go. And we have to just keep to our schedule, that's all. For people to want to come again. People still want to I'm worried. No, what's the question? Where's the limon? What's the question? What's happening? No! Let's get out to this guy. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah, in the stone edition. Yeah. Wait, see, what's his name? Parashas Chokas, right in the beginning. Yeah, Parashas Chokas. Yeah, may I? I didn't get it, was it? On the train from the city to back, back to Yeah, you just don't miss your stuff. They all They want to No, until you put the whole slice in then. Okay, good on you. Okay, good enough. So we learned today as follows. In Parshas Chukas, in the parish of Pora Aduma. Everybody is here. Sugar, there was some sugars there. There's a sugar on the table there. Oh, okay. In Parshas Chukas, we read in the stone edition, we find as follows. The first Pasik says, Hashem commands Moshe and Aaron as follows. So he's speaking not just to Moshe, but also to Aaron. Then he says, now these are, he starts introducing to him that these are the halachas of Porah Aduma, which Hashem commanded. And he says, So he speaks to Moshe and Aaron both. And then Moshe Rabbeinu says, Hashem says, Tell the Am Yisrael that they should bring to Moshe Rabbeinu the Porah Aduma. As Rashi says, Elecha, this refers to Moshe. That forever the, the Parah Aduma will refer back to Moshe. Okay? Then it goes on to say, Unasatem, I saw in verse 3, Unasatem, I saw El Elozer It doesn't say, Unasato, I saw you, Moshe Rabbeinu, should pass it on to Elozer. But both of you, both Moshe and Aaron, should pass on to Elozer Akoyen. And Elozer Akoyen, should be brought out to the outside of the Machna, outside of Yerushalayim, and it should be slaughtered before Elazar. So the slaughtering is not done by Elazar, as Rashi says, but the slaughtering is done by the Zor, literally translated the Zor, someone who's not a Kohen, and it's slaughtered before Elazar, and then thereafter, starting from Posuk Dalet onwards, Elazar starts doing the Avoid. In other words, whatever is needed to partake of the Paraduma. Right, as the burning of the Torah, the sprinkling of the blood, and all of that, Elazar HaKoyin performs. In the language of the Ragachov, it says in the Torah, Elazar. 
Shorehand. Elozer. Ayin yuma daf membezu memgimu dafka bizgam. Belomozer. Let's invent. What's his problem? The issues are as follows. He has no problem, Baruch Hashem. He definitely doesn't. Anyway, here we go. The din is... Good evening. <clears throat> Rashi says, On Elozer HaKoyim. Right? Again, as mentioned, Moshe Vaharin were commanded. Nevertheless, Por Adum is brought to Moshe. Then Unasata Moshe, both Moshe and Aaron, make Elozer the issue. So Rashi says, Elozer. Why Elozer? Says Rashi, Mitzvosa Bizgam. The mitzvah of Porah Aduma, the mitzvah of the Porah Aduma, meaning the, the whatever has to be done after the slaughtering, the mitzvah should be done and performed with this gun, the deputy Kohen, the deputy to Aaron, to the Kohen God, Zgan. It's called the Zgan, so we have a Kohen idiot, who is the, 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 the principal Kohen, right, the simple Kohen. Then we have the Zgan, who is the deputy Kohen God. He stands instead of the Kohen Gadol. But if the Kohen Gadol, who was appointed as the Kohen Gadol, the, the high priest, if he becomes Tombe or for well, any other reason which he cannot do the Avedah, so this Gan Kohen Gadol has to be all ready to take his place. Okay. So this Gan, so in Halacha, this Gan is regarded as a Kohen Hedit. Okay. He is a Kohen Hedit. But he is a Kohen Hedit he is the most respectful, honored Koyen Hedjit because he is this guy, the deputy, deputy Koyen Godel. Who appoints him? Who appoints him? He's appointed whoever appoints the Koyen Godel. Right? There's a Bezenshul Koyenin, etc. Okay? So just as the Koyen Godel is appointed, this guy, Koyen Godel, is also appointed. Okay. Now. So is he anointed just in case? Yes. Correct. Okay. Now, mitzvah bizgan. <clears throat> when Rashi says mitzvah bizgan, the mitzvah with a lozer, that he, the, why a lozer? Because the mitzvah is to be performed with this gun, by this gun, the deputy kohen. So here we find just an interesting argument. Uh, others learn that zgan, it so happens to be, take out a Ramban. The Ramban quotes the Rashi. Ramban, okay, it could be it's in the Stone Edition, I didn't see it. I mean, I look at the Stone Edition, I just didn't see. The Ramban says that when Rashi says mitzvah gun, which has its premise, it's taken from the Sifri. That's the lotion of the Sifri, that a lozer is this gun, and the mitzvah is this gun. Says the Ramban, it so happens to be that a lozer was this gun. But it doesn't mean to say you have to dafka choose the deputy koyen. The right, the deputy Kohen Godel to perform the Avoida of the Porah Aduma, right? The Srefas Porah Aduma. Uh, it can be done by either a Kohen Hedget or a Kohen Godel. Lav Dafka just happens to be, it could have been a Kohen Hedget too. Just happens to be that because a Lazar is commanded to do it and he happened to be this gun. That's why Rashi uses the terminology of mitzvahs of this gun. But the mitzvah can also be performed with the Kohen Hedit, as we'll soon discuss. Okay, but we're talking about in the case of Moshe Rabbeinu in the Midbar, okay? So is mitzvah of his gun, dafka of his gun? According to the Ramban, even in the case of Elozer, it didn't have to dafka be gun Kohen Godel. It happens to be that Elozer is this gun Kohen Godel, but he didn't have to be this gun Kohen Godel. Even if he wasn't this gun Kohen Godel, he was just a minor Kohen Hedit, Elozer would also suit to do what he has to do. Because Aaron, uh, yeah. We'll soon discuss it. We'll soon get into the, 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 the detail. But let's just go on. I'm just talking, I want to highlight this Ghan issue. And, and the, the same goes for the Emek Anatsiv. 
the, the Nativ Mivalojan in his commentary on the Sifri has a lengthy exposition, doesn't quote the Ramban if I recall correctly, but has a lengthy exposition based on the Sugis Agimor in Misechta Yumadaf Membeis, that he says also in the Pshat and the Sifri that it doesn't dafka have to be Zgan dafka. We just happen to describe Allah as Zgan because he happened to be the deputy Kohen Gadol. But it doesn't have to be dafka, it can be even with the Kohen Hedget, and he proves it from the Sugi in Misechta Yuma. Um, <coughs> He himself highlights an interesting thing. He says, if you look in the Rashi, in Masechta Yumadaf Membeis, on the base, 42, side B, you will see an interesting thing. The Gemara says, Mitzvasa, Oiso Be'elazar, what is it, Venos Unesatem, Oiso, Elazar HaKoyin, this red cow, this Pora Aduma, you should give to Elazar HaKoyin, says the Gemara, Oiso Be'elazar, this one in the time of the desert, when it was first being prepared for the first time, initial, the initial Parah Aduma was with Elozor. The Gemara's language is Oiso Be'elozor. So Zgan is not even mentioned in the Shas. Adds Rashi, Bizgan. So Rashi in the Gemara adds Zgan. So he says, even though Rashi said Zgan, adds the word Zgan, he didn't have to. He says it because he, again, he incorporates it in the Pshat of the Gemara there. So it seems like everybody seems to go along with that. But, interestingly, I found, and I didn't do much investigation, there's a pirush of the Chizkuni. Chizkuni is one of the Gdoli Harishoyim. The Sefer Chizkuni, the commentary on the Chumash. So the Chizkuni quotes the Rashi, Mitzvah Sabizgan, and he learns Zgan Kipshutar. Because it said Bizgan, it means that we dafke need the deputy Koyin Godel. In other words, not the Koyin Hadith, you know, dafke the de- deputy Koyin Godel. And that's, and he goes on to say, listen to what he says further, interesting. He's, this is the Cheskuni in the Rashi. He goes on to say, he says when it says further on, Vishochat Oisolefonov. We slaughter it before Elozor, right? So Elozor is doing the whole process, or whatever is needed, to the, the main, main, uh, main avoidus of the, uh, of the, of the Pura Aduma. But the slaughtering throughout, we know, when it comes to slaughtering a korban in the base of Mikdush, the din is shechitok shera bezor, so the slaughtering can be done even by someone who is a non-koyen. So the same head to Rashi says, v'shachat eiselefonov, zor shoychet, because it says, We should slaughter it before him. So it's obvious that Allah is not doing the slaughtering. Says Rashi, who's slaughtering? The Zar, the one who's not a Kohen, slaughters, and Allah looks on. Okay? Now, in the Gemara, there happens to be a machloikis. In the Sikhti Yuma, if the one who slaughters the, kor, the Pora Aduma, even though throughout all Korbonis, the Zar, the one who is not a coin may do the slaughtering, but there's a machlok is mesech to yuma. If in the parah aduma, if a zor, someone who is not a coin may do the slaughtering. The halacha in Rambam, in Hilchas Pesuli Habukdoshi, Perik Aleph, is where the Rambam says that definitely even the parah aduma, a zor, someone who is not a coin can slaughter it. Now, if you want to take Rashi at face value, Rashi seems to side with that opinion of the Gemara that a zor can slaughter it. Listen to what the Cheskuni says. The Cheskuni says when Rashi says zor shoychet. You know who he is? He's a Kayan Hadid. He is a Kayan, but he's a Kayan Hadid. And why do we call him a Zor? He says, because he's a Zor, but to Allah Zor, who is his gun. So when it says Zor, Chizkuni, Chizkuni, Chizkuni and Rashi, big time. Zor, Shoychet, Ba'Allah Zor, Roye. He brings from the Shas. The Shas says that we use sometimes the term, the Gemara says on, on an individual, that he was an Oivid Avodah Zorah. So the Gemara says, God forbid, he was an he served 
avoid zora? Says the Gemara, yes, it's an avoid zora It's a service which is strange to you. We can use that term. So he says here to Rashi uses the terminology zor, but it's relative, relative to elazar. Who is the koyen? As Rashi said formally, priorly, mitzvahs of zgan. So we're learning Rashi. We're taking Rashi literally. Zgan means the deputy koyen gadol, right? We're not saying pshetlach. Zgan means gan. And therefore, we appreciate the Rashi in Mesech Yuma according to this. That of the Cheskuni says it in Rashi and Shah and Chumash. We can surely say it for the Rashi in the Shas, Gan Dafka Rashi added in the Shas to tell us that when it says Allah, it means Dafka with this Gan. And therefore, when he says, goes on to say, Zor Sheikha to Allah, he allows himself to take Zor out of context and say, Zor means just someone who is a Zor relative to Allah. So he's a Koyan head, yet it has to be Dafka. He passes, he says. He follows with the opinion that you have to be the Koyan, a Koyan Dafka. By the way, the smag, samag, Sefer Mitzvah's Godel, Rabbi Mikutsi, one of the Balayatoisvis in the Sefer Samag, in Essin, in the Mitzvah's Essa, Reish Lamed Beis 232 and 233, he passkins Mefurish that we need Dafka the Koyen, even though generally he goes in the Shita Sarambam, he passkins that we need the Koyen to do it, and if a Zor does it, it's possible. So according to the Cheskuni Arashi, Zor Sheikh the Lazaroya means that the Lazar is Dafka the Zgan, we need the Zgan, and the Zor is Atkedekach. Okay? So Zor is a coin headed, he's slaughtering. Who is Elazar? Elazar is this gun. No, 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 no. No, we don't know. We're not in Israel now. We're not. We don't live in Bechamish or in Meish or in Chiloinim. We don't even have that in our terminology. That's in, that's in the phraseology. I don't know what you say. Yeah, right. Arbon says Chiloinim. We know that. Yeah, for sure, but that's it. Outdated. Slicha. Avada, Targum is Teres Moish, Abrech Vashkai. Now, this in Chumish is Targum, is Chiloini Helig. The Chiloini in Chumish is Helig. Kemenzog in Chiloini. But also in Chumish, Tomer is on Chiloini. You get me? Good. Okay. Alam Shunino, if that's the correct way to express his name, who was one of the Rishonim on. In the commentary of Rashi, he learns what Rashi says, Allah's or mitzvahs of Bizgan, that's Ladoiris. You hear that? For generations. In other words, the mitzvah of Bizgan is not just for the situation, for the case in the desert, when they initially take off, right? But throughout the generations, mitzvahs of Bizgan, to the degree, listen to this, there's a samag in Reish Lamed Beis and Reish Lamed Gimel, which Rab. Uh, Yankiv Zayv Yosefovich in his commentary on Vua de Sifri in Sifri Zuta and Parshas Chukas quotes where the Samak says that the one who does the avoid the Bepora Adume is loy bekoyen godol. If a kohen godol does it, he's possible. So he explains what does it mean? Because mitzvosab is gan ledoiris. For generations you need this gan, the deputy kohen godol. That's going to do it. Now I want to tell you that's that's, 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 that's an unusual opinion. To say that this gun is lederis, is eternal, in other words, all the poras adumas, which had to be done throughout the ages, there were nine poras adumas which were prepared, the tenth Moshiach will bring, as the Rambam says, in the Sefer Achinus brings, okay? <clears throat> yeah? That's the Loshna Rambam. He says, Amen, whatever. Yeah? So, uh, so, 
definitely the halacha is, and here we come to the Gemara. The Gemara in the Sichte Yuma, and so is found also in the Sifri and in the Tesefta. And I'm really going to wrap this up now quickly. I just thought just some novel general information, which is important to know, to appreciate when we come to the Rogachot. <clears throat> the Gemara says, and the Sifri and the Tesefta, the Sifri is in Parshish Chukas, the Gemara is in the Sichte Yuma, the Tesefta is in the Sichte Pora. It's actually a Mishnah also. It's a Mishnah in Mesichta Pora Perik Dalet in Taras. Say the Taras. Mesichta Pora Perik Dalet. Mishnah Aleph. And also in Tesefta Pora Perik Gimel or Perik Dalet. So there we have an argument as follows. The, 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 the Gemara says, Oiso, right? Unasatem Oiso El Elazar Says the Gemara, Oiso El Elazar so the Baruch Hu says to Moshe and Aaron, this Porah Aduma, the first initial Porah Aduma, that one we have to give to Elazar to prepare for us. He's the one who is serving the Porah and does all the Avidus in the Porah Aduma. Okay? The deputy Kohen Godel. And depending how we'll learn, if Elazar is either this Gan as mentioned before, or Elazar is the Kohen Hedget as mentioned before, that's irrelevant. Now we're going further, right? So this is Dafka by Elazar. Okay? Says the Gemara, Ulledurus, and eternally, in other words, Ledurus, Lahalacha, what will be after the first initial paraduma? So there's an argument in Gemara. One man, the Omar says, and some achlik is of Tanoim in the Mishnah and in the Tesefta and in the Brisa. One man, the Omar says, the Stam Mishnah, the first opinion of the Mishnah says that it has to be Dafka the Kohen Godel. And if it's not with the Kohen Godel, it is possible. That's the first opinion in the Sichta Porah Perik Dalet, that the one who prepares the paraduma has to be Dafka the high priest, the Kohen Godel. Okay. The second opinion, Rabbi Yehuda Machshim. No, no, the Shreif Asapara. No, 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 no. Shechit is also a separate issue. Shechit Ksherev Bezor. So, Lahaloch, the Rambam Paskins, in addition to what we mentioned, the different opinions before, but Lahaloch, that's what I'm saying. We're going further, I said. We're not discussing any further Shechit. We're not discussing any further Dizgan. We're not discussing anything beyond the Shechit. And that is the Shreif Asapara, the Kabbalah Saddam, the Zrika Saddam, and all of that. So within that, there's an argument in Tanoi, right? If throughout the ages we need Dafka or Kohen or not. So the first opinion of the Mishnah says Dafka or Kohen Gadol. If not a Kohen Gadol, the Porah Adum is possible. Rabbi Yehuda Machshir, Rabbi Yehuda allows even the Porah, even a Kohen Hedit. And the Gemara, it's very obvious that when the Gemara says a Kohen Hedit, it doesn't mean Dafka or Kohen Hedit, even, even though there happens to be some opinions who claim or want to learn Dafka or Kohen Hedit. No, we're just following these two normal opinions, and that's as follows. So one Mandomer says, that you need Dafka the Kohen Gadol to do the Avoida of the Poradum. The second opinion says it can be either a Kohen Gadol or a Kohen Edit. The Rambam Paskins in Hilchis Poraduma, Perik Aleph, Halacha, Yud Aleph, very straightforward, that throughout the ages, Ladur is Ben Kohen Gadol or Ben Kohen Edit. Okay? Uh, it's just here, and actually we. It, it, and the Gemara says as follows. The Gemara says, the one who says that for, throughout the ages, right, for generations, for every Porah Duma, a Kohen Hedit is also suitable, says the Gemara, the Pasuk works out wonderfully. Because it says that Elazar is doing it, right? So Elazar is a Kohen Hedit. So if Elazar is doing it, even though who, it's, he does it in the presence of Aaron HaKohen. Aaron is there, right? So there is a Kohen Kodum. There is a Kohen, you have a Kohen Hedit. We see we choose and allow ourselves to do also with Elazar. Says this Mandamaru says that throughout all the Pore, all the, the Pore Aduma can be done either with a Kohen Gadol or a Kohen Hedit. We see, so the Posuk is Kamashmoi. We just take the lesson from the Posuk 
just straightforward. It's obvious we can use a coin hedge throughout the ages, like it was in this case, Elozo. The one who says we need throughout the ages, Dafka, coin Godel, here, it says Elozo is fine. So why throughout the ages, Dafka, the coin Godel? Says the Gemara, because it says the expression, Chuka, and says the Gemara, we make a Xereshova. We identify, we draw parallels, the Chuka from here, to, from the Chuka here. Wherever the chukah is written, now there's a chukah in this parasha, chukahs. There's a chukah, yes, yeah, so the chukah, we draw parallels to the chukah by Yom Kippur. Just like by Yom Kippur, we need the Kohen Gadol. The same applies, the chukah by Poradum, we need the Kohen Gadol. Okay, but the halacha has mentioned, the Raman Paskins, la halacha, that ben Kohen Gadol or ben Kohen Hedit. Now. And the Oysa doesn't mention Oysa. So Oysa, Oysa is a loser. In other words, so in conclusion, this Poradum was Dafka a loser and no one else. No one else, only Allah. Is it because he says God or a coin headed we discussed already? Throughout the ages, we said some say it can be it has to be Dafka or Koin Godl and not a coin headed or a Zgan, Dafka or Koin Godl. Some say it can be either or. But everybody agrees that the first Paradum is Dafka Elozo. And Head the Rogachura <laughs> asks this question. It says in the Torah, Elozo, right? So he says, look in you, Madafman Bez or Mem right? And we see that what? That throughout the halacha is, it's either dafka or koin godl, throughout the ages, or a koin godl or a koin hedges, right? And the halacha is either a koin godl or a koin hedges, right? Daf, and over here, dafka bizgan. It's that we see clearly Hashem says dafka elozo, and that's the halacha that derived in the, from the, in the Sifri, oiso el elozo. The Gemara says before, this one had to be dafka with elozo. Asks the Rogachover a simple question, Velomaza, why is it that all the poradumas we could do? With any coin headed, right? Or a coin godl. But it doesn't have to be dafka's gun. Dafka coin headed. Dafka elozor. And here, dafka this gun and dafka elozor. Why? Now, this shaila is really treated by the Ramban. The Ramban asks the Kasha. Okay, it doesn't mean anything. The Ramban has reconciliation. Other Rishonim have reconciliation. And they say as follows. Just, uh, just to introduce to you what they say. The Ramban says, in principle, this is such a gewaldic mitzvah. It's such a unique novel mitzvah that it really should belong only to the Kohen God. There's no question about it. He says this is something unusual, something special, because of the sodas and the certain mystical things which go on with this mitzvah, it has to really apply only to the Kohen God. Only he should do it. But he says, he says as follows. He says three reasons why are not and Dafka Elozer. And you'll see from what he explains that some explain for us why Dafka Elozer and not any other coin headed. Here we go. The first shot he says, the f- pardon? I didn't get you. That's the last shot. That's the last shot of the Ramban, and basically what Rashi says. Good. I'm getting that. That's the last shot of the Ramban. First shot he says, he says, listen, coin Godel, he got to do the Havod in the base of Mikdash. That's where the coin Godel belongs. That's where he is. All day, says the Ramban, the coin Godel is in the base of Mikdash. This Havod had to be done by Yerushalayim, out of Yerushalayim. What's a coin Godel doing out of Yerushalayim? It's not befitting for the Kohen Gadol to travel out of Yerushalayim to do this Avoida. So even though it's a Gvaldik, a Helika Avoida, but this is a Avoida of the Pora Adum, which is done Bachutz, not Bifnim. So it's not befitting for the Holy of Holy, the Holiest of Holy, the Kohen Gadol, the High Priest, to go out of the Avoida, go outside, go out of town, right? Therefore, he doesn't do it, even though in principle, in essence, the Toichana Mitzvah, the content of the Mitzvah, the intent of the Mitzvah, suits him. So he says, therefore, that's what the Ramban says, the first part of the Ramban. Therefore, he doesn't do it because it's, it's pasnish. Mitzat gedulosoy dafke. Dafke mitzat gedulosoy pasnish that he should go outside. So therefore we give it. It's with any kind God, not only uh, in this case. Oh, mask him. Mask him. Mask him. No? What are you trying to say? 
Do an Aaron, why over here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, well, you'll soon see. Right. Okay, yeah, bow, bow, It so happens to be that, yeah, interesting. It ends up being the Ramban. What do I have to say? I'll say it right now. I said to you, the Ramban pastins that either are coming God or coming God throughout the ages, right? Dafka the Ramban pastins Dafka coming God. Dafka coming God the Ramban pastins throughout the ages. I'm saying your point is the point taken. I appreciate what you're saying. Uh, and the, what's it called in this? The commentary of the Sufri. I haven't seen anyone quoting this Ramban a Pelagodal, but I found at the end of the day a, a commentary on the Sufri, which was uh, printed Tovshinun Gimel. Uh, by Yad Harav Nisim from a manuscript of Rabbi Lozer Nochum, that is Rabbi Medrash uh, Rabbi Lezer, Eliezer Nochum. He's, uh, he wrote a commentary on Mishnai's Kochim and Taris, Chazoy Nochum, etc., etc. So there he quotes the Ramban because he's not happy with the Psak of the Rambam, and he says the Ramban is also of the opinion that throughout the ages we need Dafka Kohen Kodl. That's La Halacha. He says that way, and he quotes later a Rashi. Rashi says that we separate with three parts. We, we, we split up the ashes of the Paraduma of Moshe to three parts. One of the three parts Rashi says is with the Kohenim Gedolim used for the Torah. So. The Mephorshim say, ah, so Rashi says that the Kohenim Dalim used it for the Porah. And interesting, the Rambam in his commentary on Mishnah is Porah. Perik Dal of Mishnah says the Rambam, based on a Mishnah, an expression of the Mishnah, that the, the, the norm was that the Kohen Godel partook with the mitzvah of the Porah Aduma. Even though the Halacha, a Kohen had it as much as suitable as the Rambam, but the norm was, the, the normal procedure was that the Kohen Godel because of the Gdusha of the Porah Aduma, etc., etc., therefore the Kohen Godel took part of it. So it, these are the two sides of the coin. In other words, on the other, one hand, it, it suits the Kohen Gadol. On the other hand, initially, HaKadosh Baruch doesn't command him. But the Afghan Mephorshim say that's why HaKadosh Baruch says to Moshe and to Aaron. That's where he's commanded. If I recall that, the Ramban says that. The Ramban says, most mitzvahs, you find Hashem commands Moshe. And then whatever the mitzvah, here you see something unique. Hashem says, tells the mitzvah of the Poradum to Moshe and Aaron. Because in truth, in essence, in principle, this mitzvah suits Aaron. Okay? Okay. The second shot, he says, it could be, he says, Elozor, who is second to Aaron. Here he explains why Dafka Elozor, and no other coin had it. Elozor Dafka because he's second to Aaron, right? So Aaron Akoin is training him. He's training him to do this, the avoider of the Kuna Gedolah, so to speak. So because he's the deputy of the Kohen God, well, that's why we Dafka take this gun. According to the second shot, it comes out that we Dafka choose Elozor because he is the deputy Kohen Godel. So we're choosing someone second to the Kohen Godel. Kohen Godel can't do what is passage, right? But second to the Kohen Godel, right? For him to do this avoider because to train him in this avoider and not stomach Kohen had it in the Veltarim in order that he should know what to do. And that, that's where the father trains his son. Uh, and that's why the Mephorshim say, it says, <coughs> Even though in the middle, Hashem says, the Jewish people should bring the Poradum to Moshe Rabbeinu, so it refers only to Moshe. Nevertheless, when we're passing it on, we're passing, they're both passing it on. To, to, not Moshe Rabbeinu is passing it on to Elazar. Both Moshe and Aaron are passing it on to Elazar. Because Aaron, Akoyin, is training his son in this avoid. A third pshat is, as you mentioned, and that's brought in Rashi from Ramosha Hadarshan. Ramosha Hadarshan says that due to the, it says, Enkateger Nasa Sani. That is, the prosecutor doesn't become a defender, right? A defender. And the male, due to the fact that the Egel Hazov, Aaron Akoyin, was in the, when the Egel Hazov was done and made, Aaron Akoyin was there present, right? And therefore, etc., he is, so to speak, 
judged. So, and that's where the Pora Aduma comes to, to atone for the eagle, right? So therefore, the one who was part, so to speak, involved in the eagle, right? Even though he wasn't to blame. But he was part in the eagle, therefore he shouldn't be the one who's doing the avoid who brings atonement for the eagle. Therefore, Elazar is the one who's doing it. That's what Rashi says from Rosh Hadarshan. That's why it's Elazar and not Aaron. So definitely, there are obvious reasons, obvious reasons that we're showing him why it's Elazar, either Dafka Elazar, or reasons why not Aaron, whatever, either way. But we can at least appreciate what's going on. Interesting, there's another uh, uh, opinion brought uh, in the Sefer Pchor Shor, and that is from one of the Rishonim. It's a Talmud of Rabbeinu Tam. So in his Pirush Pchor Shor on Chumash, he says a very poshita reason. We've learned that last week. If you remember, we spoke about the Machtois. So the Mephorshim explained for us why did HaKadosh Baruch tell Elazar to partake with the Machtois and not Aaron, due to the fact that they were the ones who partake with the Machtois. Will, it will cause impurity to them, and they will become, become ritually impure. Therefore, we have a choice of causing ritual impurity to a Kohen Godel or a Kohen Hedid. You take the one who has the lesser sanctity, who is not as, as, as Kodesh. Therefore, that's the Allah with Kohen Godel, Kohen Hedid, it's gone. So the same here too, due to the fact that Aaron, our Kohen, is the Kohen Godel, and he has to do the Avoid, etc., etc. Therefore, we choose someone who is not of such, high, up, uh, such a high grade, and we dafka choose uh, Elozah. So says Rabbi Yosef Prosher. Now, in, like in the words of, I'm sure the Rugged Shover was aware of the Rishonim, and nevertheless he goes on in his way. The uh, Lombos, and I believe the Shaili is mainly according to the Shittas Rambam, right? The Rambam says, throughout the ages we can use either a coin Godel or a coin Hedget. The Fize, it should be obvious that over here we can do what we want, right? Nevertheless, we choose Dafka Eloza, right? Valdera said the Shaila applies also to the Mandamur who says Dafka or coin Godel. So the Shaila is, is more, even more, more obvious, right? That if throughout the ages we need Dafka coin Godel, you can't use a coin Hedget, you can't even use a Zgan. And if a Zgan does it or a coin Hedget does it, it's possible. So Dafka, this one, you have to use a Zgan and you can't use the coin Godel. Pelagodel. We'll finish, it's 10 minutes. Okay. There you are. Okay, most 15, don't worry about it. So enjoy. Amen. Says the Rabbit Shaver. Vilomoze, that's his language, and Mazet, what's it does? Vilomoze, you know, Shtolzach for, you know, you have a picture of the Rabbit Shaver sitting there and he sees this thing, Vilomoze. Okay. Says the Rabbit Shaver. Mishum deze dovor chodosh. What's going on here is something totally new, which is non-existent anywhere. Bechol ha avoid is cool. Hertenstoit. He says as follows: Generally, we know, and this is what we touched on Shabbos. The halacha is that when we have the normal standard avoidus in the base on English, right? So the kohen gadol wears the shemoyin of Godim. The eight garments, eight priestly garments, and the coin headed wears the four priestly garments, right? Now, the din is, the Gemara says, Mephurish, Mesich, Tzvachim, Daf Yud Ches, so Paschins, the Rambam, and Hilchis, Klei, Amignish, Perik Yud, that in, even in the Avoidus, right, the regular Avoidus, which the Koyin Godel is Shoveh, is identical, is on the same level, is doing the identical act of the Koyin Hedjit, Due to the fact that the Torah says that the Koyanim have to do their Avoidah 
bikihunam when they are in their status of kuhuna. And the Gemara says that the status of when is a coin in the status of kuhuna is not good enough that you're a coin or you're born a coin. You're called a coin, but you have to wear the big day kuhuna. And a mechuser godim, one who doesn't have his priestly garments on him, is not, is in, invalidates the avoid. Right? And the avoid is puzzled. The mela therefore says the Gemara, therefore a coin has to wear his godim, his big day, his priestly garments when he does the avoid in the Pesamikdush. Now the Gemara says therefore that if a coin had it wears eight garments, or if a coin god wears four garments, so the avoid is possible, because eight garments for a coin head are not yours. So it's as if you don't have any begotten whatsoever. Even though the four of the eight of the coin god are identical to the four which the coin head wears. We'll soon discuss fine points of it. Okay, but generally speaking it is so. <coughs> the same goes if a coin god is doing the identical avoid of the coin head, which if the coin head does it, it's good enough if you wear four garments. The halach is that the coin godl is doing it. If he wears the four garments, the avoid is invalidated. He has to wear eight garments. That's the psak halacha. And this is a scriptural halacha. It's halacha midirais. It's derived from psukim. Okay. Why is it so? Why is it so? Here we come into the shir of Shabbos, which we discussed by Arucha. Why is it so? So the rugged shover is mechadish and is masbir. Why it is so? Due to the fact in other words, in Kola Torah Kula, the rule is, the Rav claims, and that's why, and then that was the, the basis to negate Tainus Kerach, and that was Tainus Kerach to negate the principles of Torah. What, was the, what is the principle in Torah? We find this in many, many, very many halachas, and this is an example of one of the halachas where we find that the Kohen God does the identical service in the base of Mikdash as the Kohen Hedjit, nevertheless, due to the fact that he's a Kohen God, and he has, he has to wear eight garments. It's not good enough that he wears four garments. Says the Roger Chover, why? So he says, due to the fact that the Kohen God, that's not the, the, the point of our shir today, but this is just in advance, and the, the Roger Chover introduces it, right? He says, the Dover Hamayla, someone who has something unique about him. He's, a, he's upgraded, right? He's not, he's not your standard Kohen. He's the high priest, right? He has a mile. He has something novel about him, something unique. Yeah, is dover a mile. Kol masha oise have a loichisoroin im osa shaloi be mile. Ave made ain't sorich mile. In other words, we're doing the akrovas hatomid in the base amikdash daily. Bebashachar ubo eret. Right? The koyin koyin hedit may do that avoda, and when he does it. He doesn't need more than your regular four garments. So this avoid needs and demands only a coin to wear four garments. A coin god, therefore it should suit. It should be kosher that when the coin god does the identical avoid, he should be able to wear four garments. Because this doesn't need the mile of the coin god. So Torah is mechadish. That someone who has a mile, Kohen Godel contains something which the Kohen Hedi does not contain. He is on a higher level, right? He's upgraded. He's a, he had a special appointment. He's a high priest. He's not your Hedi, right? Therefore, because he is, has this high appointment, so therefore that affects it all the way. It affects everything all the way. Even in Yon, even in areas which the Mila is not demanded, nevertheless, due to the fact that the Isha Mila the one who is on the, with the, the, the fellow who has this high appointment is partaking in doing this mundane thing. Therefore, his mila, even though it doesn't, we, we don't need it because the coin head can also do it. But when he does it, it affects what he does. 
and it needs the mile. And therefore, he has to have eight garments and not four. And that the Rogan Shavu, we spoke about Baruch on Shabbos, where Kerach Tainid Madua Tisnasu Al Kahal Hashem. He claimed that the example given of the of the of the of the Shmira Samigdash, just to mention it in in Akuda, where the mitzvah of Shmir Samigdash, which was just an example, right, where they, that is, it's expressed there, where there's a mitzvah of, of, of the Anagad and the, and the Mishkan and the Mikdash, right, and they're doing the identical avoid, the coin is obliged and the levy is obliged, right? Nevertheless, in other words, it's not talking about coin head to the coin God, it's found in all internal mitzvahs throughout, that where there's something which has a mila, and something which doesn't have the mila, even though the, where the second, the, the lower grade, the person who doesn't have that novel thing, right, is not so unique He's not so not such a special guy. He's a standard kind of guy, right? If he does it, it's kosher. But the guy who's not your standard kind of guy, he's a special person. When he does that standard act, he has to do it in a, in a more profound way. The way it would suit him. And that's why the Rogatrava says when it comes to the mitzvah of the honor guard, and the lady and the coin are identically obliged. But due to the fact that he's a coin, and he's upgraded, that he's not just a lady. Therefore, the coin has to watch upstairs, and the lady watches downstairs. And the Gemara says on that, The lady, so to speak, is subservient and serves the coin. The coin, even in the same mitzvah of Shmiras Amigdash, which they're both obliged, and they're both identical in. And if the lady does it, he's fulfilled the mitzvah. And the mitzvah is, the, it's the, 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 the Beis Amigdash has been guarded by the, the, the honor god. Nevertheless, when the coin does it, he has to be, because he himself is at a higher grade, he never has to be elevated when he does the Shmira. So it's expressed in this that he says, so Korach couldn't cope with that. He had the CEO Aiden. They were also people of a hierarchy. But he appreciated, he says, you know, when it comes to Torah and Chochmah, so that you have to give Torah to tell me the Chachomim. But when it comes to stand on a line in a shopping, when you're going shopping, so then me and the shopper is identical, right? In the street where you, you the shaining eat and the simple guy is identical, right? When they eat and drink, the, the shaining eat and the simple guy is identical. When you sleep, the, the simple guy and the shaining eat is identical, right? Because we have to do the same thing. Neither when he sits in the base medrash, when he has to give a drosha, so the simple guy can't give the drosha, the rabbi has to give the drosha, so you have to give him the herds. But in the simple things, why? When it comes to cleaning the floors, so the shame you should clean the floors, like I clean the floors. No. So that's exactly what allowed them. So there's many foolish examples, of, excuse me. But I'll call upon him to conclude, and basically that's what he, the Rogachavar Tiny, the tiny Skirach is, has its, is rooted in the, 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 the theory of Plato, right? A Plato, of Plato. Uh, introduced in the Meru Nevuchim, and therefore it's Apicurus, and that's why it says in Talmud Yerushalmi, he's called an Apicurus, etc., etc. Basically, that's what the Rambam says. Basically, I mean, in other words, the Rambam tells us in Hilchas Deis, in Perikei, that a Chochom Nikim, the Rambam says that a, 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 a knowledgeable person, a person with Seichel, right? He talks about Talmud Chochom there, but he's speaking in general. A, a, a person of Chochom who contains, he's a scholar, right? Or he has Seichel, and he's a Bardas, He's following Hilchas Deis, so he is nikur. He, he is noticed not just with his seichel. He is noticed in everything he does. And he enumerates ten items, which in these ten items he's identical to the simpleton, right? And he's, like the Gemara says in three things, human beings are like animals, right? Nevertheless, due to the fact that he's a bardas and he's a bar seichel, so his chokhmah has to be nikur, not just in his chokhmah. His chokhmah has to be nikur in his achila, and his nishtiyah, and his bebeila, or bebeishinosoy, 
etc., etc. He enumerates the ten inyon and ten points, which, by the way, the Baba Cherebis Chusiyogin mentioned this Rambam tens of times to explain for us how important for a Yid has to be that he has to be nikkur, not just as a shiny Yid when he's in the shul or in the base medrash, but even when he's doing the mundane things outside there, it has to permeate his whole life, etc., etc. Okay, we're going on. So we're a little, we got a little bit off, we got carried away, excuse me for that, and time is running out, so we have till 9.05, thank you. So that's the way it is in general. Here we go. Torah Aduma is one, according to the Rogat Shover, that was Mamash a principle in the Torah, and that is an Ingi which is negated to Kola Terakula, what we just mentioned till now. Except for Porah Aduma. What's my Porah Aduma? A Porah Aduma, the din is that we derive from Psukim that the Koyan Hedjit, we have to, a Koyan has to do it, right? You can't just have a Zor doing it. The Srefa Sapora, all the Inyonim which have to be done by this Porah Aduma, have to be done by a Koyan. What kind of garments does he wear? Now, the Kohen Hedit wears four garments. He's a Kohen Hedit. He doesn't have more than four garments. Guess what? The Kohen Godel also wears four garments. Four garments. Four. Four. Not eight. Four. So even though the Gemara said in the sentence of Abba, which has said it's a Psakaloch, when it comes to all the Avoidus Amigdosh, the Haloch is that he has to wear four, eight. And if he wears four, it's called Mechusim Godel. And the Avoidus Possible. When it comes to Paraduma, it's a special possible. We derive from Psukim. Exerishova, whatever it is, not the gay of the technicalities now. It isn't the gay, but let's just move on. That we eat the four, we wear four garments only. Now, what four? What four garments? Let's take every. The Ram tells us in the beginning, that the three sets of garments, of priestly garments, there's a set of, which, is, which, which fit the Kohen head yet, your regular Kohen. There are four garments, and all of those garments are, uh, are, are, are of linen. Of linen, right? <laughs> and the, the, the sash, the avnate, is made of shatnas, of kilayim, so uh, linen and wool and linen. Good. Then there are the set, the eight garments of the Kohen Godel, right? And the four, says the Rambam, are identical. The four, besides the golden ones, right? But these four initial ones are identical to the Kohen Hedit. Just interestingly, when it comes to the avnate, he says they're both from shatnas. But there are different texts, because there's a machlok, it's a gemora, if the sash of the coin, the, the avnate of the coin godel is like the avnate of the coin head, the halocha, and that's what we're following. Shita Saramam, and that's the halocha, that the avnate of the coin godel is from the same material as the avnate of the coin head. So the four of the coin godel are identical to the four of the coin head, okay? Except the Rambam has, in the fine wording, and all the Mephorshim don't really know how to treat it, it's just woven differently. But in principle, all the four are the same. Then the Rambam says there's another set of garments. These are called big day lovum, which are used on Yom Kippur. When the Kohen Godel does the avoidance, which are especially, especially set aside for your unique to, uh, to Yom Kippur, so those he has to wear big day lovum. That's what in the language of the Shas, the Posuk, etc., in the Mishnah, it's called big day lovum. Now, big day lovum, white, big, whatever, big day lovum, the white garments. The coin god wears the four. The coin god wears the four white ones for the avoidance on Yom Kippur. One moment. And what's the difference between these four and the other four? The difference is, is in the avnate. The avnate of the coin head throughout the year was of shatness, wool and linen. The avnate of the coin girdle of the eight garments, which the four were identical to the coin headed, were also of Kilayim of Shatnes, right? The avnate of the Yom Kippur, the four white garments, the big day Laban, was not of Shatnes, was pure linen like the rest. Everything is linen. Okay, that's Yom Kippur. Now, 
The four garments which are now with the halacha. Now I'm going. We're coming back to the halacha. In relation to Pora Aduma, but Pora Aduma, the Rambam paskins in Perik Aleph Melchus Pora Aduma. Perik Aleph Halacha Yud Beis, and he says it already in his commentary in the Mishnah. This is a novel psak of the Rambam, which people really people dearly have a fortune don't know how to handle. And here the Rogachover grabs onto this Rambam and he says, Ah, that's my answer. The Mishnah says in Mesich Porah that it is done by big day lover. The avoid of the Porah Adum is done by big day lover. So the Pashtus, the language of the Mishnah tells us that the four garments which are worn by either the Kohen Hedit or the Kohen Godel, right, have to be worn. Four garments which were worn just like in the avoid of Yom Kippur. Because big day lover means the four garments of the Yom Kippur garments. Those four. So they're wearing all four garments which are of linen. The avid is not of shabbos. That's the notion of the mission. Says the Rambam Pirsha Mishnah, don't be mistaken to learn. So when it says in the mission of big day lover, it means actual the four garments of the Kohen Godel of Yom Kippur. No. Big day lover on here means big day Kohen head yet. Big day Kohen head yet. Of course the Kohen head yet's garments were also white. So even though gen, the general terminology, phraseology, I don't know how you say it, but yeah, in the Mishnah, the phrase, the Loshna Mishnah, it's almost five, nine or five, yeah? In the Loshna Mishnah, I'm going to yeah, maybe, maybe order to nine, ten, but that's it. Please, yeah? So even though the Loshna Mishnah is Lovon, so he says, nevertheless, it has to mean here, and he brings a right from this Sifri and Teisefte, if I recall correctly, Teisefte. Sifri and Teisefte, with there it says that the Begodim Oke Big Day Coin had yet. You get it? Now this is a very, it's Negei Lahaloch, it's, it's a Shtarke Inyan. It's not so partial. In other words, we know if he's not, because the Haloch is, it says further in the Mishnah, if he's not wearing any garments, or if he's wearing the golden garments, so the avoid of the Paradum is possible. So when we tell you you have to wear four garments, you have to wear the right four garments. So the Ramam, four garments here doesn't mean the big day loving of the Kohen Godel be a Kippur. It's for it's big day Kohen headed. And he says it explicitly in the Rambam, in, in his Sefer Yadah Chazak, in Hilmas Parah Aduma, big day Kohen headed, and he touches up. Beinim Oisik ke avoidem. Ashrefas apore Kohen headed. Beinim Oisik ke avoidem. So it's clear in the Rambam. That's shit, the Rambam. And they all mutches of what is the mocker for the Rambam. Some say the rise from Tesefta, some say the rise from, from the Sifri, some say the rise from Sifri Zuta. They go out of their way. But this is the novel Rambam, and I believe that's what caught the Rogachov's eye. This Gvaldika Rambam. So we have a Dover Niflu, which is a Yotzim, a Dover Chodesh, in the terminology of the Rogachov. This is a Dover Chodesh. What's a Dover Chodesh? Throughout the halochas of Avoid of the Kohen Godel, the Kohen Godel cannot wear the garments of a Kohen Hedit. Here the Kohen Godel can wear the garments of a Kohen Hedit. And that's why it's in the Gay, the Shitisarandam Dafka. Because if we were talking about the four garments of the Kohen Godel, of Yom Kippur, so he's still wearing his own four garments, except not of the usual, but of the, of the Yom Kippur. We're trying to say what's novel about it is that normally he cannot wear four garments of a head yet. Here there's a Hiddish Godel, the that a Kohen Godel does an identical avoidance to the Kohen head yet. The Kohen head yet can wear four. And you should have argued that the Kohen head Godel should also wear at least the four of his own. So he's saying, no, keep going, head it, mamish. What's going on there? What's going on there? Says the Rogachover, because of this unique halacha, because of this unique halacha, it applies only to all the Kohen and Dodem throughout the generations. And throughout the generations, any Paradu, which any Kohen Godel comes about, comes around, and wants to do the avoid of the Sreta Sapporah, right? So he will wear 
four garments of a kind headed. But not Aaron Kohen Gadol. In other words, due to the fact that the halacha is, that the Shreifa Sapora can and has to be done, dafka with wearing Bikki Kohuna of a Kohen Hedget, and not a Kohen Gadol. In other words, if you wear eight garments, it's possible. You must wear dafka four garments. And dafka four garments of a Kohen Hedget, says the Rogat Shover. Therefore, the halacha is, that even though throughout the ages we can use a Kohen Gadol, and maybe we should prefer a Kohen Gadol, but here we dafka have to use someone who is not a Kohen Gadol. Why? It's not Guess what? Listen to what he says. He's sniffle. The Rukh Chavar says as follows. And we, this, we, this is a point also which we, we raised and we discussed in, in the past. He says, the Rukh Chavar says, every coin godel is also a coin headed. Every single coin godel is also a coin headed. It's a mafurushi gemar. Say you can do it. Every coin godel is a coin headed. Now, because normally, the, the norm is as follows. A, a, a regular guy, right? A regular coin doesn't do the avoider. Then if he is appointed, if he does, if he, he wants to be involved in the avoider, becomes a coin hedget, right? And he has to bring a special korban called minchas chinuch, a special uh, right, a flower or whatever, the special korban. And he brings, pardon? A serious ha'efa, which that's the minchas chinuch, it's called minchas chinuch, it's a mincha korban mincha, which is mechanechim in the avoida, and he becomes a coin hedget, right? And he does the avoida. Now, as a coin hedget, after he's already part of the club of the coin hedget, and he wants to do the avoida of a coin gadol, he brings then a new, an additional mincha asiris ha'efa, he brings another minchas chinuch, which allows him and prepares him, and after the appointment, to be able to do the avoida of the coin gadol, right? In other words, he goes up the ladder, right? He goes up the steps, goes up the ladder. And then he also brings the korban, which is specially set aside for the kohen gadol, the chavite kohen gadol, which there was a special korban. Now, that's the, the normal, that's the way it goes always. What happens, says the Gemara, this is an unusual case. What happens to a fellow who never served in the Beis Amikosh? And he wants, and he's appointed to be a kohen gadol. He's a unique individual. He's a novel, special kind of guy. And therefore, the Beis Amikosh saw that he's suitable to do the avoid as a kohen gadol. He never served in the Beis Amikosh. What right? is suitable? Surah means in all faculties, because he has to have oh, all... Yeah, practice in No, no, no. He has to be of, 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 of caliber. Of caliber. He has to have a Yeah. Not, we'll learn that. We'll learn the halakhs. Not in the game now. All many different in your Okay? Han brother didn't know how to do the avoda. Remember? Okay. Pratama not in the game now. Deeker. Says the Gemara. The halakh. What is it? The Gemara is a machloikis in Gemara. Okay? But the halacha is, like, and so, so is the psak halacha, the halacha is that he has to bring three korbonis, a fellow who never served before, and now starts serving. And this is a halacha in Rambam, Okay? He brings three korbonis. Why? Because what happens? He's a koyin, and now he is entering the service, so he brings one minchas chinuch, so he enters the koyin hedit. Then, he elevates himself, he's upgraded, like it all happens in one shot. He elevates himself, he's upgraded. He gets this upgrade like a, 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 a how do you say it, you know, stage-wise. Inauguration. He's slowly upgraded, in other words, there's no jump here. He's upgraded slowly, he goes step by step, so to speak. So he goes to step one, he becomes a coin hedget. Then he brings another mechaz he becomes a coin godel. And then he brings the card suitable for the thing. So the Rogachover says, from this Gemara is proven, and Rameir Simcha, also in the Ur Sameach, also says the same thing. And the Klechemde and other places claim the same thing, that every Kohen Godel has in him a Kohen Hedget. 
In other words, he com he's combined of both. In other words, there's a Gdusha's coin hedget in it. And above and beyond that, there's also a Gdusha's coin Godl. Okay? In other words, the mile of the coin Godl doesn't negate the mile of the coin hedget. There's a mile of the coin hedget. So he has the minus coin hedget, and in addition has also the minus coin godl. That's why, this is proof from this Gemara, that we don't say he doesn't need the mincha of the coin hedget, and just use the mincha for the coin godl, because he's a coin godl now. No. Even though he's a coin godl now, nevertheless, he is still reminded, hey, you have to bring a mincha as a coin hedget. So you see, even being a coin godl, right, and being prepared and getting into the avoid of a coin godl, you still have to do things needed for a coin hedget. Which the Rogachavah says, by the way, an interesting thing, in some <coughs> other way, the Rogachavah says, La halocha, you know, they both, both a coin hedget and a coin godl cannot marry a divorcee, right? So, uh, the, the, the widow, only a coin godl cannot, cannot marry, but uh, a divorcee, both a coin hedget and a coin godl. So he says, if a coin, according to this approach, if a coin godl would marry a divorcee, possibly transgresses two transgressions. One, because he's a coin hedget, and two, because he's a coin godl. And the two separate psukim. One pasuk tells us the prohibition to a transgression for a coin godl. One tells us for a coin hedget. And due to the fact that he has this coin hedget in him, so therefore, he possibly will, we can claim that he should transgress both. Okay, listen. The man says the Rokhichov as follows. When it comes to every standard coin godl, because he has in him also, he contains also the milus of a coin hedget, right? He's not negating the matters of a coin. He contains the matters of a coin. Therefore, when it comes to the mitzvah of Paradun, right? And there's a commandment who should do it. We say the halacha is either coin coin can do it or coin coin can do it, right? Coin coin wears four garments. Those are the standard four garments, the, coin, the garments of the coin coin. Even the coin god, which normally we say that he has to wear eight garments, here comes the post and tells us that he wears garments of a coin coin. But it follows rationally and logically that the coin godl for him, he shouldn't be in a manner of mechusar god, but he's wearing garments suited to him, even if he's wearing garments of a coin hedget. An unusual case. We have a case of an avoider, which is machutz. It's not your avoider in the base amigdush, right? But it's an avoider. But an avoider, you have to wear priestly garments. So we can't put on weekday garments. We can't put on garments of gold, eight garments. We have to wear four dafka. The question is, which four? Do we have to wear the four of the coin godl, which he enters, the, which does the holy of holy, the Yom Kippur day? Or can he even wear four garments of a coin hedget? So we say, due to the fact that coin godl contains and also has the minus of a coin hedget, therefore, the posik allows, and it's mechadish, it's like a chidish godl, right? We don't find it anywhere else. Normally, he has to wear eight. But here the Torah is mechadish, not gold garments, dafka white garments, dafka the coin hedget, and it follows because he is in that realm, so to speak. The coin hedget relates to him. He has a coin hedget in him. He contains milus of a coin hedget. So when it comes to an avoider of Torah duma, which is machutz and not bifnim, so we can allow ourselves, and it makes sense. But Aaron coin God was an exception. I'm finished. It's almost a quarter after. Why is he an exception? Listen, the Rabbi, listen to the Rabbi Chavis, just perception of things. The Gemara says in Mesichta Rosh Hashanah Daf Yudalaf, and also Mesichta Chum Daf Samach, says the Gemara, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, excuse me, created the creatures on this on the six days of creation, Be Koymosa Nivru, U Be Nivru, etc. And basically, according to many Rishonim, right, the, the, the definition is as follows that Hashem created the creatures in such a manner that they were fully matured. In other words, they weren't created as babies. Trees weren't created as little, little, right. And they slowly grew. No, they were fully grown, matured trees. And as Rashi, Taij is ready to give off fruit. 
the Medrash says Adam Arishan was the age of 20 when he was when he was he was ready. He was a mature man when Hashem created him, right? Formed him. So he didn't form a little baby which couldn't know. So, so number one, because their whole mitzvah was fully matured. Their beauty, right? Be be but the In other words, their normally beauty matures with time, right? As you age, as you grow up, and you become mature, you grow. So then, your beauty, you you you, you contain, you obtain more beauty. A little baby doesn't whatever looks like a baby, but as you grow up, you had said yeah. So this, but these Hashem, all the creatures, everything which was created in the eighth and the sixth days of creation, both humans and beasts or, or tzameach or whatever, all creations will be koymos nivru, and also goes with the, with the with their seichel, with the with the maturity of their brain, the development of their their seichel was also fully mature. Didn't have to wait for them slowly to grow like normally for us, a little kid. Yes, but he's not mature. As slowly his brain is maturing, etc. But all creations, Okay. That's ABC. Okay? ABC after the Rashi brings it in Chumash. The Gemara says in Mesichta, the Gemara says in Mesichta Rosh Hashanah, Daf Yudalaf. Sorry, Mesichta, where is it? Mesichta Megillah, Daf Yudam at base. In a tourist coin. It says the Gemara, it says, Vayehi, Vayem Hashmini. Right? When they put up the the Mishkan, the tabernacle. It says, Vayihi Bayim Hashmini. It says the Gemara, and the Torah is going, Vayihi Bayim Hashmini, where it says, Vayihi is a Lashem Simcha. Hashem rejoiced on the day. The Gemara discusses it. Take it at Gemara Megillah. Yeah, that's what the Gemara wants to say. That Gemara talks about the whole thing. So the Gemara wants to say, the Gemara wants to say, I said, that Vayihi, where it says Vayihi, is a joyous rejoice. Hashem is, it says Vayihi Bayim Hashmini, it was a day Hashem rejoiced. It says the Gemara, how can you say that? The Gemara is kasha, the Gemara Teka answers that it's not so posh because not about you died, so therefore there wasn't so much jewelry. But it says Vayihi Bayim Hashmini, Hashem was in top form, right? He mamash was rejoicing. It says the Gemara, he rejoiced, Kiyoim Shenivra Maiskimoi, like the day Hashem formed my celebration. Like the day Hashem finished the world. That's why So from there we know that like it says Tzvom. So due to the fact that it says so we draw parallels. This way is like that. Just like Hashem rejoiced. It was, excuse me, says the Gemara. That Hashem rejoiced like he was in top form after creation when he finished creating the world. So everything was fulfilled what Hashem wanted and everything was matured in its way, right? And there was a, everything was completed, right? And tip-top. So that's exactly what occurred by the Mishkan. So the Rabbi Shabbat says, why is the Gemara drawing parallels and saying that Hashem rejoiced on the day of the Mishkan just like He rejoiced on the completion of the creation? What's the connection? What does the joy have to do? So basically the Rabbi Shabbat says, the Gemara is drawing parallels about that He rejoiced is because just like in the day of creation He, rejo- he rejoiced. Just like the day of creation it was Bekoimosa Nivru. It was a shlemus. Everything had the tackless a shlemus. There was no additional fixing up needed, right? There was no additional touching up needed. He had the final product in its full mature stage, right? In all respects, right? That's what happened by the creation. That's why Hashem is rejoicing when the Mishkan is put up because everything was bishlemus, right? Everything, we inaugurated it, etc., etc. We built the Mishkan. Hashem is rejoicing because everything is in its complete form. Says the Rabbi Shavar, if the Mishkan is Bishlemus in its top form, without it to the fullest degree, like the, cre- the, cre- the creation, after the six days of creation, the same applies to Aaron Akai. 
What was Aaron Akain? Akain Gadol. Says the Rogachever, when the Gemara says everything was in top form of the completion of the Mishkan, this refers not just to the edifice of the Mishkan, but also to Ari. So Ari was also in top form. Says the Rogachever, that conveys to us that Aaron never went through stages of being a Kayan Hedid. He jumped from being your regular commoner non Kayan to a Kayan Gadol. The whole Kayan Hedid wasn't in his life, wasn't in his, in, his, in his program. The whole thing didn't apply to him. Hashem makes him the Kayan Gadol, anoints him, and he becomes like that, a Kayan Gadol, overnight, without going through stages. There's no stages. He is formed. He is beshlamous, like the creation. After the six days of creation, the whole world is complete. And there's no additional stages, maturity needed. The same goes for the Mishkan, that Kodesh Baruch who says, Hashem rejoices on this day just like it was at the other creation. Says the Rabbi because everything was beshlamous. It had the tachlas ashlamus. There was no additional touch-ups needed. The man, if it applied to the edifice, it applied also to the human beings. The who? Aaron Babu. He didn't have to go through stages. He had to be mechanech of a going head. As a coin god who protects Hashem, no coin head in his life in the whole program. It, didn't, it, it, it doesn't apply. The man says the wrong children. The bald Aaron coin god didn't have the coin head yet in his whole system. The whole program doesn't allow it. There's no room for coin head yet in the life of Aaron Akoyin. The male, therefore, when it comes to do the mitzvah of Paraduma, and the halach is that you have to wear four garments of coin head yet dafka. Not good enough to wear the coin, the four garments of the coin, God holding your Mekipur. Dafka, the garments of the four garments of the coin, is Mishloim, our standard coin, God throughout the ages, who goes through the stages, and in his lifestyle, so to speak, or in his halachic structure, there's a, there's a, a coin and a coin, Hedit, and the Mikhas Chirukhov a Hedit, and Mikhas Chirukhov a coin, God. So I can understand, he can, the four garments of a coin, Hedit applies to him and relates to him, but not to Aaron Coin God. Therefore, the mitzvah is Dafka, but it's gonna not. That's the Rogachev's take on it, which I want to say, possibly, just to add, just to twist it the opposite way. Which, if the Mephorshim, the Rishonim, the Melachroinim are wondering where did the Rambam take this aloha that you have to have Dafka, the four garments of a Koyan Hedit, and not the four garments of the Koyan Gadol Yom Kippur. So I'm saying, based on what the Rogachev's approach is, it can work the opposite way too. In other words, this follows very well. Due to the fact that the aloha is. That it cannot be with Aaron Kohen Godel. And it can only be done with his gun that shows that there's no room for Aaron here. If the halacha would be that he can wear the four garments of the, of the four garments of the Kohen Godel, which he uses on Yom Kippur, so there's still room for Aaron here. So why wasn't Aaron used? You get it? It's a bavai that this, the Aaron plays no role here whatsoever. That proves for us that the four garments of Dafka, four garments of a Kohen head it. You know, that substantiates that, that, that halacha. Say it again? It isn't. Yeah, forget about it. It's not. It's not. What? Then the scan could not put on the No, other, others claim. Others, maybe that's not a good job. Yeah, but uh, you're right. But others, according to the others, they're not bothered with it. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Dorach HaShulchan claims, claims that the four garments of the, the four white garments of, for the Kohen Gadol is the four white ones of the Kohen, of Yom Kippur. And the Kohen Hedid is the four garments of the Kohen Hedid. He wants to say it depends on who's doing it, which sounds good rationally. But I'll go part of this with this we end. Have a good night. But where did we learn out about the Abedim in the first place? It's impossible. We learn out from. So the Mishnah Lamelech says, the Mishnah Lamelech says, we've already learned out from Gzeir Shabbat from Yom Kippur. So it has to have Mamish like Yom Kippur. So he ends up with the Tzorachin on the Rambam. 
He says the whole mocker is from Chukah, Chukah of Yom Kippur. But it's Lav Dafke. It's Lav Dafke that arises from Chukah, Chukah of Yom Kippur. So if you learn from Yom Kippur, the Chukah should be taken the four garments of Yom Kippur. That's the, and the Mishnah Melech ends up with the Tzorachin of the Rambam. The fact is, the Rambam brings in his Pirush, Amishnai, that the mocker is from a Sefri, Kehedye, the Stiffin Bekeris. Good night. It's only where it says that he be made mm. is a Lushan Tzai. Kenzai. Good thing. Yeah. Yeah. There are six, six places where it says... <coughs> I, I want to just conclude. Yeah, yeah. I found, I found yeah. that the Klechem yeah. in a letter yeah. sent to somebody in Poyun, yeah. he asks all, many of the Kashas discussed yeah. and he concludes like the Rugged Shover. He doesn't bring the Rugged Shover. Klechem says the same gun with different terminology and different approach but more or less the gist of what the Rugged Shover says Without that source of the Rogachov, but he says the same Nikuda, like the whole approach, the same perspective of the Rogachov, I found in Klechenda, but it's not printed in Klechenda, it's a letter of the Klechenda uh, published in a, in a publication which was printed in poem and re- reprinted in this safer. That's where I found it. Simentes. Okay, have a good night. Sorry, I said 5, it's 9.20, all that. You better, please. Next year, 9 o'clock. No, because I said 9.05, it became 9.20. Next year, 9.20. Sorry. Please. No, no, you've got to have the word be made after it. No. So this was a bit of a review. You heard some of the things there. Some of it. It's a business. Okay.